1: Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: Fantasy Football Frenzy.
2: Coming to you live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan, it is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Coming up on the program over the course of the next hour, leading you up to the best friends forever. Myself and Wall Street, Matt Medica, look at some second year running backs, not the same guys we discussed and talked about already and that you already know, but we'll look at some of the dudes that we thought may have had opportunities last year, some guys that may have did a little bit of shining last year, let you know what their situation is for this season also, telephone lines open as usual, 844-843-6879, also want to get into some of the latest news and stuff coming out of OTAs and mandatory minis and stuff like that, Wall Street, Matt Medica, what's up with you my man, how you doing brother?
1: Uh, it is a happy Monday, a beautiful day in Manhattan. I had a gentleman walking in front of me on my way to work today with an umbrella, I guess, you know. It was a little too sunny for him.
2: I don't get that. I, don't, I never got that. I don't like to carry umbrellas in the rain. Lord knows I'm not going to carry one when the sun is shining bright. I'm not even tripping off uh, off it like that, so... Uh, I guess we'll figure that part out. All right, so, Matt, let's hop right in and get into some of these second-year running backs. No all-in kid Jake Sealy today. Just me and Matt Medica holding it down for you. Plus, you, uh, we'd like to have you on the telephones at 844-843-6879. All right, Matt, so we already know Cook, McCaffrey, mixing Those dudes are out the way. We understand what they're going to be. A player that I'm in on this year, and I think you might be too, second-year running back from North Carolina A&T University, it is Tariq Cole of the Chicago Bears. Impressive season last year, caught over 50 passes, was really inconsistent in the PPR. You didn't know when to play him and not to play him. Towards the end of the year, we saw his role kind of vanish. Now you bring in this new offense, supposed to be the truth for Trubisky. Get him right, get him situated. People are back on Tariq Cohen, caught those 50 passes last year. Figure he can improve on that this year in an offense that should be more wide open, his style. But what I ask you is this, is he going too
1: high? Uh, let me see his average ADP currently. I think everything about him is exciting. You gotta look at last season that coaching staff. It was uh, you know, rookie season for Trubisky. He had nothing around him in the uh vertical game to say the least. But you you heard some terrible comments by the uh head coaches, like you know, people know we're gonna if he's out there how we're gonna use him. It was just yeah, well you it, don't know it, what the tell you're doing. Yeah, it was just like mind boggling there. You bring in na uh Nagy, and I think this backfield is really interesting. I like uh, Jordan Howard this year. I like Cohen. I'm a person who does believe that you can have two running backs that could sustain value in today's NFL, and especially that Cohen is running, like, everywhere in this offense. Yeah. They have him in, which I think is the right thing to do. Make him a uh, matchup nightmare, like what Green Bay wants to do with uh, Ty Montgomery when healthy. So, I think this just everybody's excited for Allen Robinson. You got Trey Burton, you still got Adam Shaheen. Oh, uh, they drafted the rookie who's uh pretty damn good in the slot, if you correct me there. So, I mean, I get why everybody's high on this team. Uh, and uh, you know, Tr- Trubisky should add some value there, but Tariq Cohen is a guy that I do like. I'm just trying to pull up his ADP. Oh, here it is. He's currently going. 67 over five draft champions, I'm looking, since May 20th. Obviously, these take a couple of weeks to to complete, but, you know, 67, you're looking, what, in the middle of the sixth round? I, I can buy them in the middle yeah, of the sixth I round. Him. I would not mind pulling them into the fifth, Matt. I really
2: don't, honestly, as an RB2, I throw them out there. I think you will have more consistency this year in this new offense. At least that's what I'm banking on until I'm being told different, and maybe I will be once we get to training camp and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, after him, like uh, nine picks later, goes like Tevin Coleman. Uh, I'm looking the next running back off the board. If the Coleman is Lamar Miller, like twenty spots later, I, I think they're going. To, I think they they're going to use this guy well. I like the fact that they have an offensive mind as opposed to the previous regime, which was defense. Uh, which def- was stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. But yeah, I was, I was I going to be kind to say, say defensive oriented.
2: Just say stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> stupid is stupid does right basically they did a lot of
2: stupid stuff last year uh, speaking of second year running backs, to right along I'll tell you about that situation in Chicago with Tariq Cohen listen is a player that I'm going to be in on I think you should be also what do you think about these two second year backs in Green Bay with Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones I feel like somebody has to pop out of this situation I picked up Aaron Jones uh last year when he hit well I had a couple of good games out of him but then again for the most part it was hard to dictate how that run was going to go who was going to get that work if you go, if you decide to go back to that pack of backfield this year, what are you going to do with those two gentlemen?
1: Uh, you know, this is—I think this is really one of the top questions of the draft season right now. Who's the guy to get? Do you just wait and get the cheapest one, like a Ty Montgomery, yeah. who, if they do use him correctly, will still have value, whether he's uh, catching passes, running the ball, or even if they put him in some wide receiver sets? Mm-hmm. You know, the between. Jones and Williams. Uh, a part of me wants to say Jones, but when you look at how productive Williams was, it's kind of hard not to be on him. And well, how productive was he though? Because I don't remember too many it's, it's, moments from him last it's year. Not like he was efficient. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, but I think if you look at the game logs, I mean, I'm, uh, I, I think he did put some value in there. He, you know, he did deliver you some, uh, some good weeks here. And you know, right now, I think they're only going like, uh, like a half a round apart, six, okay. six or so, and then you know, another twenty so, uh, another two rounds later is Ty Montgomery. So right now, I don't have the answer. I think it really is an intriguing question because I do, I would want to be involved with whoever is going to get the get the get the uh, not the lion chair, but the majority of the committee. I
2: look at it, I just worry about Aaron Rodgers taking those touchdowns himself and then just winging it like he normally likes to. I told you, Devontae Adams is probably the only real pack I'm going to be on unless somehow in my four point per touchdown passing league, Aaron Rodgers falls to the fifth, then I'll be in on him. But other than that, I really, really see
1: it's too mixed up for me. I, I agree. I, I agree with look, I Look, this year I, I totally love Devontae Adams. Uh, I would probably, if I started Antonio Brown and Devontae Adams was there, It's going to be tough for me to take a running back over him, and even in the third round reversal, which I play in, which would swing me back towards the back end of the third round, I'm willing to take that gamble. That's how good I think Devontae Adams can be this year. But uh, uh, another guy I think we have to give some value to this year is Randall Cobb. I mean, doesn't Aaron Jones? uh, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, for the most part, produce top twenty-four wide receivers year in and year out. I think the only thing Cobb has washed up. I don't, you know. Look, he's in the he's in the right system. He's got the you know the best quarterback in football. He's you know it, the opportunity is there. I, I don't see how he's not going to get a wealth of targets in this offense. And when when you, when your quarterback's Aaron Rodgers, it's pretty enticing. So he's another guy that I'm still going to consider. And the backfield, like you say, I don't think you're really paying a lot. I don't think the price right now. I mean, maybe MFL tens is different. But I don't think the asking price on a Jones or a Williams is astronomical currently. And if you did need to just load up on backs, you're hoping one of these guys hit.
2: Would you take any one of those dudes over, one of those pack of running backs over, say, a Nick Chubb?
1: I'd rather have Nick Chubb.
2: Would you take a pack of running back over carry-on
1: Johnson? I'm, look, I, I see the roadblocks for carry-on Johnson, but I'd rather have carry-on like Johnson. not No, I just think that I don't know how... I, look, Matt Patricia going in there. I don't know how this offense is really going to unravel. Timbalt, cool to I, I, I would go with carry on Johnson here. I think he's going to get the opportunity. And if he gets the opportunity and seizes it, I'm not worried about uh, Garrett Blunt and, you know, which his name will still have his role. But I think where carry on Johnson goes, it, it's, it's worth it. I mean, currently, you know, you're looking at 88th overall. Like, you know, he's a top 100 guy, like in 90th. So it's it's not like they're asking you to give up a, a top five pick. I mean a, a top five round pick.
2: No, that, yeah, that that's true on that on that call. I just got a crazy email. Excuse me one second. Uh, continue with these second year of running backs. Everybody is uh, Rashad Penny's been a dude that everybody's talking about. As a matter of fact, he's the rookie running back that's going behind Saquon Barkley. I've seen Penny in the second round at times. He mainly lives in that third in the middle of that third round range. But what I'm starting to see is. All the rave and Seahawks mandatory minis and OTAs is Chris Carson. Chris Carson, who last year averaged over four point y- over four yards per pop when he did to get the opportunities. Listen, it was limited until he broke his leg. But Chris Carson can play. Do you think it's going to be a situation where, you know, maybe we shouldn't be this high on Penny because him and Carson could split more of this? I
1: put it this way: I'm very high on the on this player's talent. I think he's going to have a really good NFL career. I don't really see myself that involved this season. I don't really like the price for him. I don't know how Seattle's going to work out. You say, if Chris Carson's healthy and, you know, he's involved, I think, you know, you want to own as much Doug Baldwin as you can with, with Seattle, and that's really that's really the guy that I want non-Russell Wilson. That's it, Penny. No, no, Baldwin. I'm not, I'm not as high as Penny Nobody. this season. Okay, why is, I, why is that? I just, you know, I don't know. There's... I I don't know if his, you know, I think the talent is there for him to have a really good career. I just, I'm not paying this, you know, third-round price for him. You're looking right now, it's, you know, it's towards the end of the third. So, I mean, I I just, for me, I'm going to take a Kenyon Drake over him every every time. Uh, And I know Kenyon Drake is. He don't have a
2: job, really. What happened? Well, he doesn't, well, he had a job last year. I would take Kenyon, I would take Penny over Kenyon Drake because I think he has a clearer path to the job. Whereas Drake, I just think that Dolphins team is going to suck, number one. Number two, you don't know what, what, is, what is going I mean, I think Drake's the best player in that backfield, but you never know with Miami.
1: That's true. You never know. But, look, I'm hearing a lot of stuff here on the first week or two of June, and I think Nick Chubb is another fantastic uh, athlete. I do want to have shares of Nick Chubb. Look, Carlos Hart is here at least for a year. He's going to be on this team and then they could kind of get rid of him. That's yeah. how his salary is structured. So I don't think it's, you know, I don't think Carlos Hyde is just going to walk away. And they made a commitment to Duke Johnson. Yeah, they did. So who, who I think actually deserves it. I, I'm still a Duke Johnson guy this year. I think he's going to return some value. Uh, I think he's a hell of a player in the open field. He, and if this team gets better, I think he can get better. Deontay yeah, Foreman last year was a player that I was in
2: on because I think Lamar, Lamar Miller's a bum. You saw uh, he, ruptured the, he ruptured the Achilles 10 in late last season. Lamar Miller back in Houston. Deshaun Watson back in Houston. Uh, right now, Foreman is still going in like 12, 13 range of MFL of 10, some of the early drafts. Listen, I'm willing to go back to Foreman because I think he's a player, and I think that he can, like, last season I feel as if he challenged Lamar Miller. I think this year is a better opportunity to overtake oh, Lamar Miller.
1: Last season he was going to usurp that job. It was about to happen, and he got hurt. That was the only thing. The, the only question is: Is, is he going to be put? Is he starting the season on the uh, pup list? So you know that's one thing. Look, if you're doing a draft champions or an yeah, NFL you ten, crack at it. You put him in there because you do have you do have thirteen weeks. So he's a guy that you put in. You know he'll you don't even got to put him in. He'll just automatically go in at some point in that second half and could help you win down the stretch. So yeah, he's a guy in that kind of a format.
2: I I definitely want to be eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine Kareem Hunt. We all know he's locked and loaded into the first round and how the great debut breakout rookie season he had. He had two incidents in the offseason. You know Roger Goodell, the NFL, the the fourth branch of government, the National Football League, kind of does things however they want to do it. Would you be hesitant
1: on Kareem Hunt thinking maybe some kind of discipline could come down? I, I guess you have to have that in, in the back of your mind. I I think the last thing wasn't really that bad. So I'm, gonna, I'm still going to draft Kareem Hunt where he's going. I, I just think this guy is really good. If I'm going to take the running back, you know, whether I'm drafting eighth, or whether he's there eight or nine, whatever his ADP is right now, yeah, I'm cool with that. He's going to hop on in. Uh, finally, I want to talk about this pair right here.
2: What was it? Matt Breida and Joe Williams, second-year backs in San Francisco. They got Jerick McKinnon out there now. Um, Breida, I've heard reports look good in OTAs and minis. Same thing with Joe Williams, who was Jake's guys last year. You think it's all McKinnon all the time, or you think one of these second year backs have a chance to get some work in San Fran also? I think there'll there'll be another back that
1: gets some work. I actually think Which one, uh, though? Breeder? I, I think it'll be Breeder. Me actually, I, I think he showed them last year. I know whatever we talked about in the in the preseason last year, about the pounding on the tables after the draft or during the draft, excuse me. But Breeder actually produced yeah. in this offense. Uh, Jimmy Jesus is familiar with him. So it's going to take – uh, Joe Williams is basically going to have to be that guy that they thought he was yeah, in order in to, order to, get to that pass on. Uh,
2: I, I feel the same way, especially when you bring McKinnon in and maybe they don't really think he's that guy. But in a Kyle Shanahan system, these you know, running backs
1: have some value. What up? I, I think actually the guy who's becoming a really good value this year is uh, Devonta Freeman. Oh, no doubt about I, it. But well, you're going to miss
2: two or three games with a concussion, though.
1: That is scary, but I'm thinking, you know, at at his price, it's 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 worth the risk. You know, it's worth the shot. I get I get what you're saying
2: because you can get you can bring in Freeman this year as an RB two if you go running back running back to start. You can get Freeman as an RB two. You're going to miss two or three games with the concussion. What I worry about is another concussion putting him on the injured reserve.
1: That is true. I I can't deny that. But like, just picture if you started to say Zeke Freeman. That's crazy. <laughs> Then you got to I mean, figure you, out a Because if you're receiver. believing that in year two of this offense, and it was an offense that maybe uh, overshot itself two years ago, uh-huh. maybe it regressed too much last year, if it finds that happy medium. Which I think it will. Matt yeah.
2: Ryan's a quarterback I'm going to be in on this year. So I'm all with you with that. With the uh, the Freeman. Freeman is definitely a player that is coming at a value. But we are off and rolling, talking about some rookie, uh, excuse me, some second-year running backs right here on the fantasy football. Frenzy one all-in, kid today. Myself in Wall Street, Matt Medica rocking out. I'm looking around, rocking Rollies right now. Lunchtown lunchtime crowd coming in kind of slow, and then plus they got everybody sitting back there today. And it's Motown Monday.
1: Sunny Mondays,
2: Motown Monday. You know that, Matt Medica. I,
1: I, I like love it. Jamming right
2: now. When we come back. Trying we'll to find some trouble to get into. Plus we'll talk about some of the latest news. This Rob Lankowski trade talks over the weekend. That's gonna be pretty cool. Fantasy football friends on FNTSY Radio.
1: important thing you can do today. How about swab to save a life? Every 3 minutes in the United States a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one.
0: You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step, become a hero. Register today at dkms.org. Visit today. Achoo.
2: Alright, Motown Monday. Bring it up a little bit phone. I'm trying to get into it. I might start doing the robot up this joint. <laughs> I don't know how I got the little seat. Little Jackson 5 for you. Remember this jam, Matt Medica. Were you a Jackson Five guy?
1: Yeah, the Jackson Five were yeah, you awesome. Feel I, mean, it. I feel it. I, I think that was Michael's best music. It really was. I, I think that was pretty. Uh, you know, I mean, look at the, the, the age at that talent. That's true, but the but you know, Thriller was a bad. No, album. no Thriller as far as like videos that yeah. like, changed. That, that I music. mean, the whole Thriller album, though. Yeah, no, it was. But Billie Jean I, beat it. I think the. If, if I'm looking at like Jackson five songs, I think that, I think that, that take better. you back to the good old days. Don't 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 don't. got, like dun, Randy dun. and Tito in the back doing the little hand just... Yeah. Eight four four
2: eight four three six eight seven nine telephone number to get involved. Or uh, if you got, if I got somebody, guys, you can just pop in my ear and tell me. Shout out to everybody down there on the figure the fourth floor. Glad to have you down with us. So Hunter Henry goes out. Here's this ACL horrible news. I hate to say it, but I'm like, you know, it sucked sucked for me because Hunter Henry wasn't on my board. I think he was going to be overdrafted. That's a player that I wasn't going to be touching that's gone, so that moves one of my guys up the board. So it didn't really work out for me in that sense. didn't work out for Hunter Henry Henry, Henry either. He's on the torn ACL. Um, Antonio Gates, we think, will probably more than likely come back. Peep this interesting quote right here from um, OC out there. Right. Ken Wisenhunt. We can do some different things because Melvin Gordon has become such a good receiver out of the backfield. And that's not something you saw from him in college. Not that he couldn't do it. They just didn't throw the ball to him. He was too busy running for eight million yards or whatever he was running for. So, yeah, that's been a real bonus we've had. The ability to a fle- the flexibility and adaptability of Melvin Gordon. You know what? He's absolutely 100% correct. Melvin Gordon is overlooked, even though he's a first-round pick in most drafts. I have no problem taking Melvin Gordon as an RB1 and leaving Julio Jones and Odell Beckham on the board.
1: That's a decision i have to make. I don't know if I can do it. It's it's probably it, uh, just because he's the prime example of why volume is king. Yep. That he is, you know, he's the poster child for it and all that. And if he's going to catch more passes and be more involved in this offense. You know, he's going to get the red zone uh he's going to get the red zone looks and all that. So, it might be justifiable. I think it's a great argument. It's a great back and forth. So, and you know, this is this is a very good offense. You have you have a veteran competent quarterback there. So, it's not like you have issues there. You have good receivers. And you know, it is unfortunate though. Look, everybody loved Hunter Henry. He was everybody's guy. And I probably wouldn't have got him because he would have went too high, but I would have, I would have loved to have seen him play this year.
2: Yeah, it would have been cool, but it, it, it's, not, it's not going to happen. You think they bring Gates back, right?
1: That would seem logical to me. If Gates still wants to play, like it sounds like he does, why wouldn't he just, you know, re-sign up? Why, why go to a new team at this stage in your career? Yeah. Why leave Phillip Rivers where you have that connection?
2: You already know who your quarterback is. You got, like you said, you got that connection with the quarterback. You got a crib out there. You and understand. I honestly, I would,
1: you know, late in the draft, you know, that last round or, two, or in the draft champions, yeah. I'd want some Antonio Gates. Still, so <laughs> if he's on the Chargers, probably gonna have a couple of good weeks. Oh, he will have a couple of good yeah. weeks, but you ain't like gonna be able to predict them. But oh yeah, no, no. I'm not, not saying, saying like in a regular week. A redraft. lot of these
2: tight ends, to be honest with you, though,
1: Matt, you feel what I'm saying? Oh yeah, the tight end position, I just like it because when I'm doing the draft. There are going to be people that are going to take the Gronkowski and the Kelsey yeah. early. So, you're, and maybe, look, if if they play 16 games, if Gronk plays all 16 games, that, that works out. But I'm trying to find market inefficiencies. I'm trying to maybe do some different philosophies. That's why I love the third-round reversal. I think it's the right way. And that's why I think, you know, you should be allowed to – everybody should implement the uh, KDS as well, which is Kentucky-style uh, format where you get to – Choose your preference. You're not always going to get it, but you can put the draft in order. You know, home leagues don't play with the third round of versus. But we need to teach them. Uh, we are that third is, round reversal no, no, is irrelevant. No, no, no. no Timeout. Timeout. Though. Uh oh. This is like this is like you know a way I look at it is I I try and marry marry the everyman league with the high stakes. Okay. To me, you know, we 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 cater to all beginners, moderates, and advanced. No our, I think our job and people in that, that have these platforms need to press upon people. Yeah. If everybody started playing that way, if you listen to the radio and there's a draft, people are like, oh, third-round reversal. What's that? Now, it changes your draft style. Remember I mentioned before, say if I take Antonio Brown and at the end of that second round, say a Devontae Adams or an A.J. Green is there. yeah, And I really want to go wide receiver, wide receiver. I have to th- I have to say, can I do this? Because I'm not picking in the beginning of that third round. I'm picking towards the end of that third round. Yeah, but the thing about Matt, that's just not the way. It's not the way because it's
2: the way it's always been. But you see, that's not satisfactory to me. But the problem is, it's not like it's 50% of leagues are playing this way and 50% aren't. It's not like it's. 75, 25. But why is that? It's I'll- 90 to 10. But the but reason is even the other high-stakes leagues don't involve the third round reversal because it's not needed no more. No, I think it's definitely needed. I do look at last year as an example.
1: Last year was it was it was, it was a three-week stretch by one player. Other than that, no, no, it was no, the same. Let's look at last year. Look, David Johnson got injured. Anybody can get injured. And let's look how you set up that draft without a third round reversal. You got Either say David Johnson or Le'Veon Bell, and you were able at the end of that second round to get yourself a Zeke Elliott, and then you get another player a couple picks later. It is such an advantage in fantasy football to have the top three of the top twenty-seven players. Yeah, I but, don't see how you can. But argue you look that. at how it happened last year. Dudes that had David Johnson had
2: Dalvin Cook for the most part. David Johnson, Dalvin but, Cook. But, when depending on when you were drafting, but on, and you lost
1: both of those guys. And it could happen this year. It could happen in any way. You, you can't look at injury. Injury is going to be a part of fantasy football. Yeah. But I, I think, look, you want to advance the game. If ESPN implemented third round reversal, everybody would just do third round reversal. But everybody plays on ESPN. Only two, like only 40, 40 but, people well, play in know what All I'm saying is, if 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 they did it, people would just do it. They do it because that's what they know. That's but the only reason. It's really no. I I think the, the reason in behind is no dominant player. In football, that if you have him, you're going to win your championship. I think it sets up. I think it changes your board so much differently. But if I you mean, was to play without it, it would change your board. You feel what I'm saying? It would, but I think you have such an advantage picking, you know, in the top part of the draft. I think, I think it's like chess to checkers as far as like looking at it, setting up a draft board. Yeah, it it, it really changes everything. Because just hy- hypothetically, I go, I go Antonio Brown, I go Devontae Adams, or AJ Green. And now I know I'm picking, like, second or third in the third round. And I have the possibility of, say, Jordan Howard, uh, Jarek McKinnon. I don't have that possibility the other way. And I, I look, and if you're picking at, and just to flip it, if you pick, say, at the, at the turn, say you, start, say you started Julio and Michael Thomas and a Jordan Howard or Jarek McKinnon is your RB1. I love that start too. Yeah, but that's not
2: fair to the person on the back. That's now that that that's better for the person on the back end. So now basically
1: you just gave the advantage to the people on the back end. It's well but my point is when you you get to set your draft slot, you get to it makes it tactical it makes it a lot more
2: technical. I get to Maybe. set the draft slot, and I think a lot of leagues do that so the players can come in. But the third round reversal really it really has no relevancy in fantasy football outside of the NFFC. I got to
1: strongly disagree. I, I feel you. I, 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 I know you do. For me, I think it's it's so man- – and it, when you hear people – this is why I think it's mandatory as well. Because I hear people say, and I had to put a tweet out like a week or two ago, oh, fantasy football is just about luck. That is not true. Go play in any of these high-stake leagues. You will see the people that win consistently. Yeah, no It doubt. is not luck. It is, it is, it is difficult, it, and it's a different format in general. You know, it's different. The playoffs are different. The season are different. They're basically point leagues for the most part. Yeah, as opposed, to, the head-to-head still gets rewarded, but it's a totally different animal. And I, I just think it's taking the game next level. I'm not saying you do it all at once, but little by little, you implement a third-round reversal. You put in KDS, and people and this, people are going to be like, "I don't. What
2: is this? It's not the same game I knew and loved." They not the, the Masters are not going to go that route. I don't even I, most of the
1: high stake players are not going to go that route. I, I think you are a professor of higher learning, and with your guidance, you're like you're like Obi Wan, yes. tra- training a young Skywalker. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Hey,
2: um, Bavona, who's somebody? Can somebody grab a microphone and and uh, hop on, hop on, hop on with me, please. Uh, who, who's on the fourth floor? You got Chrissy Bones, Chris Venture, Greg Sussman, Mike Florio, Frank Stanville. a full-packed pit of misery. Can somebody hop on the the Anycaster and send Ventura upstairs for me? You think we can get there? Yeah, we done? can do that. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. I'm not gonna keep him for long. I, I, I need to talk to Ventura. <laughs> You have, to have, a, to you have to have a, a face-to-face. I need to have a sit-down with Venture. A little parent-teacher conference? <laughs> yes. A, yeah, a, a, a student-pupil conference uh, with Chris Venture. So if we can get Chris Venture up here, that'd be good times. Hey, was you buying into this Rob Gronkowski trade talk over the weekend, Matt?
1: No, I thought it was fun, though. Like I've seen people start popping up, mentioning it. Uh, I mean... If I'm the Patriots, why are you trading this guy? As long as you work out a deal with him, I don't think Bill Belichick was like Tom Brady. You had my quarterback traded. Now I'm going to have your tight end traded. I mean, I agree they probably screwed that up big time, but you know now you have you have Brady. So why take away Gronk? I don't think Gronk wants to play forever either. You know he's been getting really. You know he's. he's Once
2: you start thinking about retirement, your your retirement is. So
1: I think he wants another. uh, I think he wants another. Super Bowl championship. And with, with the division they're in, they, they'll be back in the playoffs.
2: How you doing, Chris? Lynch? Hey, microphone. Good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you very much. All right. What's up? You sent me a text message. Yes, couple, I did. A uh, minutes ago. You know I'm doing the show, right? Yes. All right. If, I, if I'm doing the show, you probably should just like talk to me in the break or something, right? Right. But since, since you asked the question... You said, "What about Melvin Gordon not getting over four point yards per carry ever in his career? Volume is king, like Matt Medika said. He'll catch, he'll catch more passes this year. He's going to get the volume. He has a no, and he has a nose for the goal line. I would take him. I would put him over those two wide receivers at the back end. I know that's drafting off position scarcity, but if I want an RB one, and I'm looking at Beckham, Julio, and Melvin Gordon." Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my running back, hope I can get, uh, and I know I can get a wide receiver one in a second, where I know after Melvin Gordon, it really may not be no more running back ones.
0: I mean, I, I disagree, because I think, first of all, I told you that Melvin Gordon, he hasn't had over four yards of carry. Look at what he did, he's Right. No, he's a, I did he
2: gets the volume, right? And then he's a running back one. Yes, and I, I
0: still agree he's possibly RB B-1, yes. um, low, the proof is in the pudding. It's not possibly. I doesn't. think he's like a lower end of RB1. Well, here's my B1.
1: argument about yards per carry. De- Deion Lewis had five yards of carry last year, but Melvin Gordon had all the volume. Right, right. That's, that's why it's it's crucial. If you get the volume and you get the red zone carries, it's not just knowing how many touches you're getting. It's knowing how many touches
0: and how they, how it's going to dictate in the red zone. I agree with you. I'm just saying I would just be a little bit worried about it because it's not a great sign, One. And he gets the volume, gets all the touches, he gets the receptions, he gets the touchdowns. So, of course, this is an RB1. This is a workhorse guy. Yeah. This has happened multiple seasons. not three, like he had one good year. It's not a trend. Three yeah. seasons. Yeah, three seasons he's had so far. Well, his first season wasn't good. But anyway, I'm just saying, I think receivers like Odell and Julio are guys, once-in-a-generation type receivers that you can't pass up then for a Melvin Book. Who's going to be your running back? You could get... Devonta Freeman, like he was talking about before, talking that's, to, that's the that same guy round. has dropped from last year being round. a first-round pick.
2: Who is the running back who's going to be there in the third as your RB1? In
0: the third round?
2: Yeah. I, mean, I like
0: Dalvin Cook. I like... Dalvin Cook's not there in the third round. He's not there in the third round? No.
2: I'm talking third-round okay. running backs right now are Jarek McKinnon, Rashard okay. Penny, Derrick Henry, uh, Tevin Coleman... And you know guys like that coming up. Well, not Tevin Coleman. Not Tevin back Coleman. about Jordan Howard. Darius guys. Jordan Howard. Jordan, Jordan Howard in the third. Jordan Howard. Yeah, Jordan Howard's in the third. And but, you're saying if you go wide receiver, wide receiver, or if you go what? If I'm talking about the back end of the first. Yeah. Leaving, leaving those two, leaving, leaving uh Odell and um Julio. Long. Julio on the board. Yeah. Taking Melvin Gordon right, and you come back, and then you have. So you you get though you take one of those wide receivers and then then you're looking at in the second round you'll take like a Christian McCaffrey Dalvin Cook type. You and you're cool right. with that. All right.
0: So you could go the receiver route, you could go the Julio, Dell route, and then get a running back. I'm going to bank on Why I'm you going to Gordon? bank on
2: the running back that I know of that I know bank on the running back that I know is going to get the volume and I know is going to get the catches. I know it's not going to be taken out near the goal line.
0: But there's also Freeman. Freeman's there now. Freeman's going to be at the
1: back of the second now, round. Right. Unless Especially, you pull him all Freeman the way up. Freeman gets all that. I'll post this to Corey though is basically if you if you were fully confident in Dalvin Cook's health, would you take the wide receiver and say, you know you're getting Dalvin Cook right a- right after that turn?
2: I probably would still go with Melvin Gordon at, at that spot. I just know what Melvin Gordon is. I not I love Dalvin Cook. I don't know what Dalvin Cook is. Like, I know what like, five like weeks of Dalvin say, Cook is. Like
1: you say with fantasy baseball, the back of the baseball card. Back of the baseball card. Uh, you know, you do it
0: with that. I do get it. and But we, we know what Devonta Freeman is, and he's going around later, basically. But we, what we, but we know Freeman has concussion history. That's his one little issue That's right going now. To
2: end him. Or it's going to. It's one of these years. He's going to go on the IR with it. Remember, he the, two years ago he missed the game. Then he had another concussion that they hid. Last year he had the concussion. He missed two games. He gets concussed again this year. It's a problem. It's a problem. But it's not a problem just yet. I would it say it could.
1: Well, you don't do not the one with the concussions. <laughs> I know, but he's, he's
2: healthy yeah. right now, Look, right? I'll say what, the Re-
1: Venture, what Re- Venture's doing is he's being the I love it. Here. Yeah, right. I love it. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like it's like with injuries. You know, I mean, it's like with Shohei Tani
0: right now in baseball. There's no way you could know, be optimist about that. You, he's That's, probably yeah. getting Tommy Johnson. He's hurt right now, that guy. You know what I mean? Freeman's not hurt right now, so no I'm doubt. not worried about it too much. Okay. Whereas Melvin Gordon, we have nothing to worry about. But you know it's you don't know, like the YPC. That, why, that YPC worries me a little bit. It worries me a little bit that he could just go. I was, on the, same, I was the same. Way. You know I was the same way. I was the
2: same way two years ago. I'm like, look at his YPC. Look at his YPC.
0: It's okay. Josh per Yeah. Or, or are you Y... per attempt? Whatever. Whatever. You want to yeah. I'm still water. gonna go back to volume is king. Yes, volume is king. But I still want Odell and Julio over Melvin Gordon. There's I, no I can, way I, I, take re- I respect that. that. But you don't act like it's crazy talk. No, I don't think it's crazy. I, I think, look, say you went with Julio,
1: uh, Odell Beckham, or even Michael Thomas. I think deserves to be in this conversation. I think yes, Devontae yes. Adams too. Yes, and well, Devontae Adams to me is like Devontae I think Freeman he falls a little with the so concussions because he's had a couple now too. Yeah. So and I, and I love Devontae. But say you went with one of the wide receivers, if if the, if I know there's a Dalvin Cook. Or with CMC. am I, 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 in PPR format. I love CMC. Oh yeah. I, look, the guy was eighth last year. I don't. But you don't know what Rich he's going to be with. I wanna, I, I, wanna, I think he's going to be at least last year, if not better. Okay. Right. We got a new coaching staff with. Nov Turner. I, I think that's a better coaching staff too. I mean, look, I'm Ooh, not the biggest. Oh, interesting. Okay. Nov Turner, but I think Nov Turner will utilize him more. And I think him him having that second season, he he went through. He went through and experienced it. Now right. he knows. He, he he looks like a mini Hulk. He knows he's got to put on more muscle. He knows how to maintain his body. He's, he's the son of a former football player, which I think helps him. To.
0: Yeah, and, and they're going to realize after a while, C.J. this ain't nothing. And oh, McCaffrey's Anderson's just going to get his usage. He's going to get his usage, but it's going to slowly probably decrease as the season goes along because I think McCaffrey's just a better, younger, fresher player that's going to do more damage.
2: C.J. Anderson. Oh, you don't have headphones on. My bad. It's Motown Monday. we yeah. going out. We're oh, count we counting down. I'm like, We <laughs> still talking. we be right back, right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. <laughs>
0: Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Lumber Liquidators is celebrating the opening of our 400th store, so we're putting over 400 floors on sale. That means huge savings for you. Get prefinished hardwood and bamboo up to 36% off, including new styles like Mediterranean Maple and bestsellers like Silverstone Bamboo. Take 25% off all Dream Home Laminate and 10 to 15% off our best waterproof floors, more from just 49 cents plus special financing and professional installation hurry get to your local lumber liquidators today it's carton and friends
2: LeBron James
0: handpicked the guys on his team. Oh, LeBron James, he had to carry Kevin Love and J.R. Smith. LeBron James, one of those guys. You get what you got. Great champions have also lost. Except, of course, Michael Jordan. He never lost. How you handle losing says a lot about you. So LeBron James, we know this, is a sensitive crybaby who's extraordinarily insecure. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers.
2: Down, pound, pound,
1: pound.
2: Little Stevie Wonder, Matt Mediga. Should be shaking the head a little. Yeah, because you know Stevie is blind. I heard today was like they can give Stevie Wonder his, like they can fix his vision. He declined it. Is that Urban Legend? I would think it's Urban Legend. I think at some point you'd want to see. If you have the money and they were willing to do it because he's such a... Why wouldn't you want to see? Exactly. They was like, well, he was like, nah, I ain't seen this long. I'm good. And I was like, I think this is not true.
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm going to just go out there and straight debunk it. <laughs> Matt, I didn't have to. <laughs> you, I could have came with that on my own, huh, Matt? You didn't yeah. need you to debunk that one for me.
1: It's like, you know, I, I ate food my whole life without salt and pepper, but, you know, if I put salt and pepper on it, you know, you know it's pretty, <laughs> pretty darn
2: good when you put salt and pepper on it. Man. feel about the Mets?
1: Hey, they won a game. <laughs> they, they had a shut-up team. Shout-out to Seth Lugo. Uh, I, I said at the beginning of the season he was the third-best starting pitcher. It took him to, what, middle of June almost to actually get him into the, the rotation due to injury. And hopefully, yeah, look, it, it's, it's train wreck. But for the good of the game, the ownership should be removed from this team. But, but the, then, I feel and, you. And, and they'll make, like, you know, they'll sell this team for, like, $2 billion. I wish they could do that with every sports franchise.
2: Of like, you can just like, for the good of the game, remove an owner because I we after got a two. Certain
1: amount of time though, we, we got, got two, two in certain, New York. After a certain amount of time, you have to look at these franchises and say, this this isn't this isn't benefiting the league. Has that ever been done before? What they did with the guy in the Dodgers uh, was it McCourt. Yeah, they pretty much at, at the time they made him sell. So. The only difference was Will Pond was really good friends with the baseball commissioner. Of yeah. The that's the only why he was able to keep his team. He had no money. He had no business keeping that team. But he was he was best friends with Bucelli. Oh, a
2: little bit of
1: It's always about who you know and who yeah, you Yeah, Cronies. You know I mean?
2: That's that's tough right there. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine telephone number to hop in on the uh, frenzy. You know, sometimes I'm on Instagram and like you go into somebody live live video, like they go live on Instagram and you click on it and go into their live video. And you're the only person in there, and it's just you and that person. <laughs> it gets intimate, huh?
1: <laughs>
2: I just click out because I feel like, like oh, I'm sorry, like I'm like a voyeur, you know what I'm saying? Like,
1: but they then again, but you then you paintball. then you went yeah. live,
2: but, yeah. but but so, but it's just, if it's just me and you, I
1: feel like something's wrong. Yeah, well, if they're going live, they they want to hey, live. they're inviting the voyeurism. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I have I'm not on Instagram. One of my friends recently went on and he said it's a very dangerous place. Well, yeah, you. Well, <laughs> let's go live right now. <laughs> Let's go I'm gonna
2: go live right now. I've never i never gone live before. I'm gonna go live. How do I look? <laughs> Almost. How do I like I
1: look? a like a middle aged oh. Billy D.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like a young Billy D. Thank you, man. A <laughs> 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 middle
2: aged Billy D. That was very good. So here you click this right here, right? And then I'm gonna oh well, uh, live. I go live live on Instagram. Oh, no, I I want to go. I'm working right now. Excuse me, late. I'm working 84484368. Well, what is this now? All right. So here's the deal. Got a couple questions in the uh YouTube chat, Matt Medica. Shout out to the Goon Squad for coming through today. This is a nice big number, and I'm um, glad to have you guys back. Talk a little fantasy football with his BDM deal. Says he wants Coleman in round six. You can get Coleman in round six. He'll be there. I like Coleman this year, too. Um Oh boy, what is what, so. well? You,
1: you're going to have a challenge there. Like you like said, you like Coleman around there. Yeah. Would you have Coleman or Tariq Cohen?
2: I would take. I would diversify. I would take Coleman. Uh, I would take Cohen more than I would with 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 than I would Coleman. I think this year's is a good idea if you have Devontae Freeman. I know that Coleman is not a handcuff type, mm-hmm. but I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would. I would put Freeman and Coleman on the same teams this year. And I, and I understand you never really want to play them together. I get that. But I, 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 I hate to say this. I see an IR stint coming for Devontae Freeman because of these concussions. Yeah, they're, you, they're, said, like, you mentioned Devontae Adams and his concussions. Devontae Adams is a wide receiver. His concussions are kind of
1: random, whereas Devontae right. Freeman looks for contact. That's true. But Devontae Adams, and like I said, I'm very high on Devontae Adams this year, but he has been leveled. Yeah. And we, what, the other thing with what Adams is, He's re- his comebacks from these concussions have been remarkable. He's been—he laying- got like laid out on a Sunday and he's playing Thursday night. Yeah, no, like for would real. You think like in this day and age, with all the everybody trying to like take care of head injuries and stuff, that like that would ne- never even be allowed? Like, look for your own health, we're going to keep you out this week.
2: You would think that. I, listen, they took. I thought. I, I thought. I thought Son was like seriously hurt. Like he was laid out. Like he got. I thought. I didn't think. I thought he was gonna be out for the rest of the season. Like uh, he, he was looking for the. He got flipped. All of that. It was real nasty. But now nah, he's got right back out there, and I guess he had a hard head. Hard head. I mean, look. Ass. I've had
1: three concussions in my lifetime, so I know. When well, we have to tap this conversation off here, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: to find out why you had three concussions working on Wall Street. <laughs> well,
1: this was growing up.
2: This was growing okay. Up. You played hockey, so that's one of them.
1: Well, I played, like, after school, every day after school when I was growing up. We played, like, football and football season, hockey, baseball. Yeah. You know, later on, I played basketball. really wasn't into the basketball game when I was younger. Yeah, I can see. I was Um, more like a Bill Beer type. (laughs) Just (laughs) grab rebounds and try to start trouble. Yeah, I did like passing it.
2: Uh, Top five running backs this year, because I see a question in the chat goes, uh, who's RB5 after the big four? Big four, obviously, is Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, David Johnson. I think the guy after that is out. In my opinion, is Alvin Kamara. Some people are going to make a case for Saquon Barkley.
1: I'm one of those guys. I said it on I, I don't, I don't understand why. I just think it's a ripe situation for him. I think it's, he's, he's got everything you want. He's supposed to be the savior there. It's all about volume. I think the rushes, the receptions, and the goal line work, just that volume alone is, is is it's the perfect storm. I think Kamara is a fantastic talent. He doesn't have Ingram this year. I don't think Sean uh, Payton is going to use him, which he doesn't have to. We saw what he did last year, but I still don't think he can be as efficient as he was last year. Like he scored like eleven touchdowns, and his expected touchdowns was like four.
0: Yeah.
2: So
1: even if say he scores seven, he's still that kind of. A but talent. they kind of gave him
2: the whole offense last year, though. Know? They like they ran the offense through him.
1: No, he, like I said, he got more and more and went on the field. He was electric. I, I just, look, get- how about this? Like a couple of years back, people were drafting Zeke at three. You know?
2: He, Zeke was going on the one-two turn his rookie year. Was he? Yeah, he was going on the one-two turn his rookie. Yeah,
1: no, he had gone later, but I've seen him go in the top five. I mean, he went, I mean, that was his year. I think it was Bosch took him nine, I don't know. No, Bosch took Gurley and I took Zeke. Yeah. But unfortunately, I drafted Sammy and Gronk there. That
2: well, that'll that, that <laughs> slow you down right there. <laughs> that'll that'll put it into the situation. I season. took him out. I had Zeke at 10 uh, in the main event that year uh, that we did late, late in the. Uh, but in-
1: Barkley's, for the most part, I think his average is like 7 8. No, he's going in that range. I just, that's
2: high for me. I know what Alvin Kamara can do. I would start thinking about break. Barkley after after Antonio Brown, after DeAndre Hopkins, then I'm like, okay, if I'm looking at Melvin Gordon and Saquon Barkley, then i am be like, okay, I can diver- I can start diversifying from this point.
1: But, uh, you yeah, I mean? I'm just going to look back to what Zeke did his rookie year, look back to what Kamara and Hunt did last year, Yeah, and I look at this guy's pool set and wh- where he is. Yeah, but there was, there's no way for him to go. You come, Hunt and
2: Kamara are going like five, six. I would take Hunt over, uh, over Barkley also. They're going like it's the fifth and sixth running backs off the board. If you're taking uh, Barkley as the fifth running back off the
1: board, he has nowhere else. He has no – where's he going to be next year, running back one? Uh, but this is my, my point is you're paying the premium tag, price tag, no doubt. Yeah. But when you buy, uh, when you buy high-end items, yeah. they usually last you longer. I'm just talking about like yeah. regular shopping yeah. as going to, you know, getting a discount on something. There's usually a reason why it's a discount. These are not discounted items. I'm just trying to put, this guy is in the offense. They drafted him second overall. I, I don't see where he, how he doesn't get the volume rushing, receiving, and the end zone uh, work. Eh,
2: the Giants suck. 3-13 <laughs> last year. Now, is this an anti-giant thing? or? No, it's not about the Giants. I like the Barkley. I like the Look, play, and I
1: think he's going. I think he's a first-round guy. I'm not putting him over hunting Kamara. I'm just I'm not. I'm telling you straight out, I'd rather have, like, pick seven or eight and see, like— I'm, Who falls. Yeah, who falls yep. to me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if Antonio Brown falls to me, at seven. You're going you to jump up. And, oh, and I love it.
2: I'm taking A.B.
1: A.B. is still all-world.
2: A.B. was um wilding out. He's been. He remember. He he, he uh, called out Bruce Arians and Mike Tomlin on his Twitter. Uh, did he? On I mean, on his Instagram. Yeah, he's been had a little messy, a little messy off season. I still love him though. One thing about AB, you could take AB at one and everybody be like,
1: "That's my point." Like, okay, it's so hard for these running backs. You got, you got to deal with injury, and I'm not saying don't take them one, two, three, whatever. It's just for them to repeat every year. It, it's. You know, Le'Veon Bell's been that guy. Zeke would have done it as well, and I think David Johnson, if one didn't get hurt, one didn't get suspended and all that. But it, it is very demanding position. The injury risk is real. And it's not like, like Le'Veon Bell last year, he skipped camp, and look how many touches he wound up with. Yeah. So it's not like they were like easing him.
2: No, they didn't. They, I mean, you know what Le'Veon Bell can do. He know that system. He know that offense. I, cool. I just think
1: as long as Ben Rothberger is uh, healthy, then A B is going to put up three hundred points.
2: No doubt about it.
1: You, what, how much?
2: Saquon Barkley is not.
1: I think Barkley's going to be in that range. Okay. I think he's going to. I. I really. I. I want to end up with Brown, to, if, if if I can. Like you know, I I, I want to find the spot where it, you, you don't know for sure. I think yeah. Every draft is going to be different, obviously. But if I know, like the first five picks consistently have been so and so. I can get brown at six. Then that you would, want to be six in every my, draft. You know, where I want to live.
2: Yeah. I have to sign off YouTube, Google Squad. Sorry. Oh, uh, I, I, this is always, goodbye is always tough, uh, YouTube. They really are. You know, it's only goodbye till tomorrow. We're signing off until tomorrow so they can set up for the best friends. Bye. Au revoir. <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> Au
1: revoir. <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> on. Uh, real quick, can I just uh, you can say, do whatever you like. Man. Say how great it was watching on like Twitter and every, and just seeing video feeds of Alex Ovechkin with the Stanley Cup. This yeah, Alex
2: there. Ovechkin with the Stanley Cup is amazing.
1: That's how you do it. It was amazing. That's how
2: you do it. It was. I mean, he had to join in the bed, in the pool, at the game. Every place, everything, every time you've seen Alex Ovechkin in the picture, he had that. Stanley Cup with him.
1: Did you see him when he was holding his ear? They're going, "Oh, V!" <laughs> <laughs> and, and just drinking and he's swimming in the he's swimming in the little four foot of water. Yeah, in, in this I city. saw that. <laughs> I'm, is he a spy?
2: Nah, <laughs> <laughs> he's very friendly. You see one. the commercial, the uh Russian, not the Russian commercial, <laughs> the sports center commercial. I no with him. It's a sports center commercial with Alex Ovechkin, and they are trying to figure out if he's a Russian spy.
1: Oh, no, I haven't seen. Yeah. see the one with Judge. I think that's funny when he walks in every room like whole rice. That's right. Of that. Good job. Oh boy! But shout out to shout out to the Great Eight. He's one of the best players. You uh, going, young ladies, and it's good to see great players win championships. That's his number number
2: eight, the Great Eight. And I'm glad he won a chip. He he deserved it because that franchise and that situation he was going through was struggling for a while. Happen over. Told you about Antonio Brown calling out team yeah. calling out his coaches, right? He was like Bruce Arians said that that uh Bruce Henry and said that he wasn't smart enough and that he was nothing more than a special team guy. And, and early in his career, Mike Tonle was like two dogs, one bone. <laughs> you know but, what I'm saying?
1: But see, that's what some of these players need. That's the motivation that makes them great. Like, look at Tom Brady going in the sixth round. You got guys like Terrell Davis, uh, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, I'm, I'm sure they all looked at him like that. Look, look where he went. He was probably there. He said he's too small. He's not fast enough, not this, enough, you know, not big enough to take the hits. And that's, that's the motivation that these players need to be told that they can't do it.
2: Yeah. Antonio Brown was all world dude in high school. Really was. But he, had, he couldn't get it right with the books. And then, you know, Pittsburgh had Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace was their top receiver. They didn't pay Mike Wallace, and they paid
1: Antonio Brown. And that's why they did the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, look at the difference. Look at the difference. Like, imagine if they would have paid Mike Wallace and let Antonio, or like traded Antonio Brown. Yeah,
2: you see what I'm saying? Oh, he and can, Roethlisberger
1: would have been retired. I get what, what he's doing. I
2: think he's trying to motivate himself by putting that on social media. But, you know, it's a little bit messy, especially when
1: you're calling out your car. Yeah, that's messy. but no... I, it's it's messy but I think he feels vindication being told and you know he just he's at the point where you know what he just wanted to get, he wanted to get that shot out there. And you know what he's put it up so as long as you as long as you walk the talk I have no problem with yeah, if you it. Talk That's to- why even like T.O. he was the stuff that he pulled but T.O. was a gamer. When like he his, was on the field, he got it done. Yeah, I mean, look at that. I always go back to that Super Bowl. That was one of the most impressive performances by an athlete.
2: Um he got into a little Twitter war over the weekend with, with uh, Jason Whitlock, Michael Irvin. Told Jason to Whitlock, he'll show up to the Super Bowl. He said, Jason, would like, I'll show up to my induction ceremony if you lose 100 pounds. <laughs> means. He didn't have to get personal. Though. That's, that's fat shaming. Yeah, he was fat
1: shaming. Uh, look, he should go there. Uh, he should have been a first ballot. And in my eyes, anybody that didn't vote for him yeah. first his ballot, I must say, everybody has to be a first ballot. This is one of the best of all time. He's like, at worst, what is he, top five? At worst, top five. So I would say that. If at worst, two. he's top five at his position, how is he not in the Hall of Fame? And if you didn't put him in because of personal reasons and you had a vendetta against him, then you shouldn't be... You shouldn't, you shouldn't be, be making...
2: Yeah, you shouldn't be... You should take your vote and give it to me. So I, I, I agree
1: he should be there. He should I don't agree on the boycott.
2: Yeah. And he said that, and he told Michael Irvin on Twitter... He said, you need to lose 100 pounds and get your boy, something about get your boy Irvin some donuts, and in quotation marks, he put powdered donuts. (laughs) Why would you do that? That's not nice. (laughs) That was funny, though. That's not nice to go after. Matt, Matt, you think things that happen against the Cowboys are funny. I noticed that. No, but you still sour sour from that beatdown, those two beatdowns the Cowboys gave the Buffalo Bills?
1: Look, the the Bills should have never beat either one of those Cowboys teams. Okay. The only team they should have beat in that four-year run Giants. was the Giants. And oh, the Giants yeah. held the Bills only had the ball 19 minutes. Yeah, scored 19, 19 points. points. And if it was on turf, the kicker hits it. Norwood gets it. It was on grass.
2: I I, I agree. I'm, I'm trusting. Thurman Thomas should have been the MVP. I'm like saddened that. by that too. That was a robbery. But he didn't have to come after Michael Irvin like that though.
1: Oh look, Michael Irvin's done a lot of on himself. So. <laughs> but no, Michael Irvin
2: didn't. Michael no a sober a, so, a is a sober man now. He's a sober, God-fearing man, Michael Irvin. Well, good for him. I hope he is. You see, when all those scandals went down, with those dudes, the NFL Network, was harassing the female employees, Michael Irvin's name was nowhere mentioned in that because Michael Irvin is a man of God.
1: <laughs>
2: Just like the fantasy executive. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to talk about the show. <laughs> <laughs> On a Motown Monday. I think we had an all-in kid, Jake Seely, back tomorrow. I hope we have you back on the telephone lines tomorrow. I don't know why y'all was fronting on me. Maybe the phone lines wasn't working or something like that. But whatever the case is, we um happy to have you. I blame Florio for that. I blame Florio for everything. Speaking of Florio, coming up nice. next, that's the BFFs. A little bit uh, ABC as we close down to Motown Monday. Oh, this is want You Back. My bad. Good job, Vona. Everybody on the fourth floor, holla at your boy. We out. Fantasy Football Frenzy. BFFs coming up next.